Hello, and welcome back to a fornicopia of misinformation, Legends of Philadelphia. These are your hosts, Tony Tryptofan yeah. Tro uh, 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 uh. and Johnny Giblets Zito. <laughs> Giblets, 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 Giblets. Giblets. <laughs> I'm Brian Butternut Beerman helping out Butternut. our engineering duty. <laughs> you might be wondering, what kind of wild turkey are these guys talking about? Well, in addition to being born and raised in Philadelphia, Trove and Zito have a lifestyle brand, South Bellini, that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes and comfort and podcasts and unsportsmanlike conduct. <laughs> Lots of times, customers will ask, what's the price on your head? Or they want to know if turkey gravy is also called sauce. <laughs> so we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. Pretty good, pretty good. There is a um, there is a long-standing gravy sauce debate in the Italian community. Do you call what you put on pasta gravy or sauce? And uh, uh, the thing people often point to when they to to say that it's crazy to call it red gravy gravy is that turkey gravy is a completely different yeah, there's, thing. There's real gravy. Yeah, but what about crab gravy? I, that's and that's that's the counter argument. So. Just so everybody Thank knows, you. if anybody tries Thank to throw you. that in your face. Legally, we have to give as much time to both uh, sides. <laughs> <laughs> so legally. We need a legally, pro and a, it's, it's and a con. To not. Yeah. Equal Fair. time rule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of time, we want to let everybody oh, know that we're over. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. We have to use this. Breaking news. We have... We've, we got this thing from KYW. We got to use it. K Breaking news. Dust it off. <laughs> We're open now. We're open. <laughs> Wednesdays through Sunday, 11 to 6 p.m. for the holiday season at 1507 East Pashunk Avenue in beautiful yeah. South Philadelphia. Come and get your shirts and hats and pins and socks and patches and cards and sass. <laughs> so much sass. <laughs> Uh -oh. yeah. Sass is free. Yeah, it's free. So, uh, we're around. Come look for us. Also, the website's up and running. So, you know, you order and uh, select pick up at checkout, and you can you can uh, have your order waiting for you when you come by, or we'll uh, deliver it to you. So, I don't know if this is news or so much a, a commercial, but... Uh, I don't know if we... Did we abuse the KYW ticker sound? Is this... Is this of course. We stole it. <laughs> feels like a misuse, but... They're fools for giving it up. That's what I can say. <laughs> People love this noise. That makes it official. Hit, play, yeah, just keep, play, it the whole, play it the whole episode. It's so... It's so... It's like soothing. It's so soothing. Yeah. <laughs> soothing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. The older we get, the less relevant that gets. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Today we're going to talk about the Bounty Bowl, a notorious NFL game held on Thanksgiving 1989 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. The game is infamous for allegations that the Eagles coaching staff issued $200 bounties on Dallas Cowboys players, including kicker Luis Zendayas, who was cut from the Philadelphia team earlier that year. So, oh. yeah. Yes, wow. personal. 
So join us as we put the hurt on the Bounty Bowl and the game that took the Eagles and the Cowboys rivalry to a whole new level. People love Buddy Ryan. This is exactly why. Is this why I hate the Cowboys? (laughs) Yes, this is. is I was raised to hate the Cowboys. Yeah. Many people adopted it, and you were born in it. That's that's how it is here in Philadelphia. (laughs) Like Bane. Like Bane. But hating another football team. (laughs) (laughs) We have talked a little bit about this before because uh, this story uh, begins much earlier um, in the uh, in the NFL strike of uh, 87, 86, 87, and we have an episode on that in the archives if you guys want to check that out. We do. Um, oh, and yeah, that was a good one. Somebody <laughs> told me they were proud to be in the union after they listened to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, and I also want to point out there's a Vet Stadium episode from early on in the in the podcast that also deals with some of this. We talk about the 700 level and some of the rowdier fans and and the the bounty ball. Secret secret rooms. <laughs> do you guys remember this game? Do you know anything about it? Do you do you do you recall this era of the Eagles very well? No. No, I I I was one. <laughs> I was a rich co-tight era. This was I feel like this is like always referred to. This is why like people love Kelly Green and 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 Buddy Ryan, yeah, they're not even a winning team, but people like love this this team. Yeah, they put on a good Buddy show. Buddy Ryan had a radio show, right? Yeah, did he? I when he, when he or was it after he was on the Eagles? I don't know. We talked about it, in but he was on the radio. Yeah, he's like a popular figure. Yeah, Ray Rhodes had a show. It's still on. It, it was improv. <laughs> it was terrible. It's actually still on. <laughs> it never it, it, <laughs> comes on after Al Alberts. <laughs> <laughs> Late <laughs> or real, real early depends on. Yeah, depends on how you look at it, I guess. Depends on your shift. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember this as as a youth or whatever. But Beerman said something really interesting the other day. He was like, "I don't consider myself an Eagles fan, but I've probably seen." Most of the Eagles games for the last thirty no, years. No, no, no. That's not what. I, that's not what I said. What did you say? I said I'm not an, I'm not an expert. I didn't say I'm a not an Eagles fan. An expert. I don't mean a fan. It was well, on, I, it, I said fan. on Twitter. It was official Brian. It was official Brian Beerman. It had a blue check. I could have sworn check. it was you. It was at official Brian Beerman. You're like, I love. I love. <laughs> that's not me. That's, like, that's Elon Musk. I think. <laughs> say it. It's Elon Musk pretending <laughs> to be you. I don't love energy drinks anymore. I love coffee now. <laughs> and I was like, wow. I have a problem. It's on Twitter, so it must be true. Well, Beerman said he's not There's an not Eagles expert, but he's seen all of these Eagles games. And uh, Most uh, I, I thought about it. I mean, I was definitely, this was the age when I started I agree. He's not, he's not an expert. I'm not. <laughs> he's not. I don't even know the, the bounty bowl. He wasn't even, he doesn't remember it. If someone Come could on. bring me up to speed quickly on the bounty bowl within an hour. <laughs> like, at, like 45 minutes. Like the average length of a commute. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Cowboys-Eagles rivalry had been increasingly heated since the 1986 season with Buddy Ryan arriving as the Eagles head coach. The next year, during the NFL player strike, the Cowboys, who were playing with a number of players that had crossed the picket lines, 
destroyed an Eagle squad filled with replacement players. And Ryan, believing that the Cowboys had run up the score on them on purpose uh, and that they had behaved in poor form, he responded in kind uh, in their rematch when the strike was over in this game. So after the 1988 season, the Cowboys were sold to Jerry Jones, who proceeded to gut the team and fire longtime head coach Tom Landry in preparation for rebuilding. Oh, boy. Wow. Jerry Jones era begins. That's the last, yeah. Somehow still there. So, I mean, I guess the rivalry was already always there, but really ratcheted up with this uh, changing of the guard on the Cowboys' side. It's just like Philadelphia took that personally for some reason. They just don't, from the get-go, right from the start. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. <laughs> on November 23rd, 1989, the Philadelphia Eagles faced the Dallas Cowboys in a much-hyped Thanksgiving game. To start the second half, the Cowboys were set to kick the ball. It appeared like a textbook kickoff. After a return of 11 yards, the Eagles took the field to start their drive at about the 25-yard line. However, when the cameras turned to a stunned Luis Zendayas, the Dallas Cowboys kicker, uh, who was uh, laying flattened on the field, John Madden missed the call on the CBS broadcast, quote, I think he got knocked down, end quote. It wasn't, it wasn't on TV. You didn't see it. The broadcasters weren't paying attention, mm -hmm. but the kicker just got trampled. The kicker should take more hits. <laughs> <laughs> now they have like uh, penalties for for roughing the kicker and shit. You know, they, yeah, they don't let you do this anymore. So it's illegal for you to do that. You go to football jail. It also, I mean, it also doesn't sound like it was necessary. the The kick was off. The kick, the ball had been received. <laughs> they had, they had played it out at the other end of the field and for uh, the kicker to just get leveled like that doesn't seem, seems personal. Seems personal right from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Zendayas walking... He's wearing a helmet. He's wearing, he's wearing a helmet. He's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make him feel like he's involved. Take a hit once in a while. Uh, Zendayas walking back to the Eagles sideline exchanged a few heated words with his opponents and former teammates. Linebacker Jesse Small had tackled him hard in the play. The hit took place very far from the actual play, which is why no one, not even the refs, were watching. So there was no penalty called on it or anything. They just went after the kickers. They just hit him. <laughs> and it was like behind, like no one in the whole stadium was paying attention to it. Everyone was watching the play action. No one was expecting the play. No one was expecting. So why were they why were they after him just because he just because they let him go earlier in the year? Well, I think that this is I think that's what made him a target. So again, they're after all of them. They're after all of them. It's, it's an easy one. I think that made him specifically a target, and and you know you're going out early, showing nothing is out of bounds, nothing is off limits by going after a former teammate like that. <laughs> Ruthless. It really is. It's. It it really is ruthless. He's from Mexico. Yeah, he was... Uh, Luis Andeas was born in Mexico City, and his family moved to California when he was eight years I'm old. I'm sorry, I, I was looking at the script. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. Excellent segue. Sorry. <laughs> in 1985, he began his NFL career with the Cowboys, but spent most of the 1988 season with the Eagles. A year later, Zendayas was released from Philadelphia in late October and returned to the Cowboys in time for the Thanksgiving game. 
So, oh, so they like just well, got rid of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the the week before they were all naked together in the shower, and now they're enemies, mortal enemies. <laughs> uh, I guess by this point in the game, there had already been a few skirmishes on the field, but the hit on Zendayas is the reason that the 1980 was hot. Things were heated. Yeah, there, that's the reason why the game is remembered. This is uh, this is this is something nobody even saw set off a second half of brutality. <laughs> It's like the uh, the uh, like started World War One, like the uh, Archduke Ferdinand. You, right, you wouldn't expect <laughs> he got sacked. <laughs> you got sacked. You wouldn't you wouldn't expect World War One just from killing some little Archduke, but uh, just one Arch one Archduke. <laughs> <laughs> the history podcast. So I tried. I tried to. <laughs> You're trying to speak the language of the people. You trying to? You... Trying to listen. To the, 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 the listeners are like, "When are we getting to World War One? When we get to the good stuff? It's this football." You wouldn't think that just uh, uh, beating up the, the kicker would turn would turn into <laughs> such a terrible event, but it did. It's a it's a victimless crime. <laughs> Hitting a kicker. <laughs> Nobody cares. Come on. Uh, so I guess this is where things get interesting because Zendayas claimed that he had received two warnings that the Eagles were going to go after him during the game. The first occurred during the week when Eagles special teams coach Al Roberts contacted Zendayas to warn him. And the second one came from punter John Teltstick just before the game. Because kickers stick yeah. together. Kick, they, they, yeah, yeah. Kick, <laughs> kickers got to look out for one another. <laughs> they're, they're a small club. <laughs> Only they truly understand each other. That's uh, crazy that the special teams coach was like, you're going to get, they're going to try to kill they're you. Ac- they're <laughs> actually planning to murder you. <laughs> like, I feel like if the, te- if the team found that out, they would be like furious with this dude. I, how did he like, I it's mean. Like, you called him and, and warned him? They met in a in a parking garage and in, 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 in the darkness and and shadow like deep throat, deep foot. Deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> so allegedly, head coach Buddy Ryan had put a two hundred dollar bounty on Zendayas and a five hundred dollar bounty on Troy Aikman. That doesn't seem like a lot of money, even in nineteen eighty. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> two hundred dollars. I know. I I'd pay. I I I'll pay him two hundred dollars to do that. Okay, go after Troy Aikman. <laughs> Everyone in the crowd would. That's five. Here's three hundred dollars. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you could like, if you could Venmo the uh, Eagles to <laughs> Venmo just to, just be like, hey, score a touchdown right now. Everyone would do it. Score a touchdown. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> But this must have been coming right out of Buddy's pocket. Like he, this isn't like he's not getting this money from the Eagles front end. He's 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 like he's dipping into his cookie jar at home, right? Uh, it's the equivalent of four hundred and eighty dollars today. <laughs> the the five hundred dollars is worth four hundred and eighty dollars today? No, the two hundred dollars. <laughs> Oh, because inflation, inflation is crazy. crazy. It's going backwards now. It's deflation. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got to know this. 
this happened again in uh, 2009, I think, with the Saints in Bounty Gate. Yes, it's very similar. They were paying the uh, head coach, what's his name, is it Sean Payton? I believe so. Yeah, he was paying the players to uh, hurt other players. And you know, like, if it happened here and it happened then, you know this happens, like, I'm not saying all the time, but this is definitely not, this isn't the only two times it's ever happened. <laughs> the two times they got caught. So they got caught, yeah. Yeah. Also, also that one, the 2009 incident has, like, a scandalous name. It's Bounty Gate, and that's, like, what you call something when it's, like, a, a, a scandal. It's something that you should be ashamed of. Yeah, it's but like gate. This is the Bounty Bowl. It's it's like it's got it's a fun name. It's like the Orange Bowl, the Rose yeah, Bowl, cute. the Bounty Bowl. It is fun. Bounty hunters like fun. Boba Fett, you know, fun stuff for the family. It 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 sounds like it's like anyone can join in. It's like a free for all. <laughs> let's all take a shot at the kicker. Let's all let's all try it. I don't know. The Eagles defeated the Cowboys that day, twenty-seven nothing. <laughs> Following the game, which was broadcast on CBS, the Cowboys head coach, Jimmy Johnson, alleged that Ryan had taken out a bounty on two of his players, kicker Luis Sandez and quarterback Troy Aikman. So he already knew. He, 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 he suspected something. Well, they had gotten these warnings, and I'm sure Luis said something. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was like, he was like hey, I'm a little nervous today. <laughs> they, were like, you, they were like, you look jumpy. What's wrong? And, and you know, he, he told them what was up, but without any proof, what are you supposed to do? You know, go, go yeah. whine to the ref. You know, I think those guys are going to hit me really hard today. It's, uh, it's hard to report that, that kind of conduct. Yeah, they're like, you put, you're a football player. That's kind of the deal. <laughs> there's no physical proof this happened. There's, uh, there's no text messages or, or deleted WhatsApp um, messages. There's no, or uh, checks. What's there's no that? checks <laughs> in note, <laughs> notes. It's like bounty. B- bounty bowl. Yeah. 1989. But I, uh, I, I mean, the accusation is, is this is how it came out. Um, uh, Jimmy Johnson at the press conference said, quote, I have absolutely no respect for the way they played the game. I would have said something to Buddy, but he wouldn't stand on the field long enough. He put his big fat rear end into the dressing room, end quote. Wow. So he was saying he <laughs> ran away. <laughs> yeah, and this is Jimmy Johnson's first year. He, just, he came on with when Jerry took over the team, when Jerry bought the team. So this is yeah. his first year, and uh, the Cowboys are having a terrible first year under his, uh, under his leadership. He was in that perfect hair. Uh, well, it got a little must that day because uh, Buddy, uh, Buddy really got under his skin. And I, I wonder if it is something that actually happened or if it's like those big hits came and the rumors were out there. And so Jimmy, you know... He, so everything he, seemed like that, yeah. Yeah, it seemed to him, it seemed like everybody was coming after him. Yeah, it seemed to prove the rumor true. So, you know, we have, we have uh, no way of really knowing. But Ryan denied the bounty accusation saying that film of the game shows uh, that Small had no intention of hurting Zendayas. So while it wasn't broadcast, NFL Films, who records every game, did record the hit. And they say it's a clean hit. Come on. Sit down, Jimmy. (laughs) They did it, though. (laughs) (laughs) They did that shit. Go, Go comb your hair, Jimmy. Go ahead. 
Was it always gray? I don't remember if it was silver even back then. I always remember it was like it was like a wave. It was always like a like a a moosey wave. He's a Dapper Dan man, you know. He don't he don't want no fucking pomade. No, no fop. The Philadelphia coach asserted that he would have been in the Eagles' best interest to keep Zendayas in the game because he was in a slump. He's like, why? He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. He why would we mm. want him out? Mm. We did you a favor. Ryan also joked about Johnson's accusations. Quote, I resent that. I've been on a diet. I lost a couple of pounds, and I thought I was looking good. End quote. <laughs> good perfect response. What a troll. Buddy Ryan ha- wears those those gold yeah, aviator old man glasses, or maybe I mean after I just watched the Dahmer Netflix series, maybe they're serial killer <laughs> glasses, maybe they're sociopath glasses. You know what I mean? Maybe the <coughs> sorry to all the listeners who wear those sociopath <laughs> yeah, are, serial killer are, are, isn't that what glasses. you wear, Zito, right now? Isn't that, isn't that what you're wearing right now? No, they're they're like a little different. They're like boxier. I don't know. These are psychopath glasses. I'm talking about That's psychopath glasses. glasses. These are narcissist glasses. Buddy Ryan's got a look. Buddy Ryan's got like an aesthetic. He definitely. If you look at pictures, I'm looking at pictures of him right now. Like he always has a very unique Eagles attire on. Yeah, and you know it really reminds me of the way that now all of the, green I don't, pants in this one picture. I, did they have to? Did the Eagles coaches used to have to wear the the team? Uh, yeah, I don't know when they when did they get switched from like wearing suits and like fur coats to uh, you had to wear like the Eagles like or the uh, the teams Zubaz pants Zubaz <laughs> Zubaz <Zubaz-tartered laughs> stuff Buddy Ryan and Zubaz pants it's uh, a classic. There's a lot of pictures a lot of pictures of him in, in green pants. Uh, and, and um, I like them, but yeah, they're definitely unique. Uh, Satin jacket. Yeah, he did have a really great style. He's a whole look. He's a whole feel. Uh, He's a luck, yeah. He's a guy. Over time, he has an eclectic mix of windbreakers, and I think that that is uh, probably his longest or <laughs> his strongest legacy coming out of his time as Eagles coach. That's like that's his that's his like his his iconic look. Yeah, he's got these like, yeah, a windbreaker is pretty cool. <laughs> and they used to they used to practice back then with Buddy Ryan. That's they used sweater. to practice in like Packer Park, and like they, you you. <laughs> By the like abandoned navy yard uh, homes, the the abandoned naval apartments or whatever. So it was like it's definitely like some, <laughs> definitely is just like some older dude. Yeah, yeah. Think about the environment. Playing, yeah. He just like some old, looks like he belongs in that neighborhood. Some old man in Packer Park is wearing his his eagle stuff. Yeah, seems right. People still dress like that in Packer Park today. <laughs> When the Cowboys and the Eagles met on Thanksgiving 25 years later on November 27, 2014, Johnson joked that Ryan had put up the bounty offer to keep his players interested since the Cowboys, who ultimately went 1-15 that year, performed so poorly. Damn. Yeah, so he's able to joke about it years later. They know. were so bad because they stink. Yeah. They stink, yeah. Yeah. 1-15 in 15 is epically bad. I mean, I guess it's... it's uh, who I, I wish I... Who did they beat that year? Oh, uh, the Oilers. Washington. These are all teams that don't. These are all teams that no longer exist. They beat the Nordiques. <laughs> the Nordiques. <laughs> Washington. They beat DC. the Whalers. 
That was the only game they managed to win that year. DC was another game, a team that played with scabs during the uh, during the strike. Classic Washington. So Jimmy was able to laugh about it years later, but uh, Zendayas spoke of having seen Buddy Ryan giving out $100 bills for what the kicker called weekly big hit awards when he was a player. And uh, Buddy Ryan called them big play awards, though. So is it a big hit? Is a big hit a big play? Some people have hobbies, and that's his. <laughs> that's his fetish. That's his fetish. Paying guys to break the legs of other guys. It's the only way Buddy Ryan can feel joy. Hence the sociopath glasses. It's, the, it's, the it's so funny that it's just like, do you want to win this game? Like, eh. Do you want to <laughs> win this game and get $100 and maybe hurt somebody? Yes. <laughs> now I'm in know it. That's the extra thing. That's what puts you over the edge. We're just different than these, these kind of guys, you know? Different different things that uh motivate us, you know. I don't know. I I get up every I make I'm I want to make shirts so hard it breaks somebody's legs. <laughs> That's how you that's how you know you're really doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This set of events set the stage for, for the scheduled rematch two weeks later in Philadelphia dubbed the Bounty Bowl 2. A lot of thought. Yeah. Mm. As for the Eagles, they would not play another Thanksgiving game until 2008 uh, when the Eagles faced the Arizona Cardinals in a preview of that season's NFC Championship game, which the Eagles lost. So the rematch, which took place two weeks later on December 10th, 1989, with NFL Commissioner Paul Taglebu in attendance. Oh, him. He, like, showed up and he was like, all right, guys, let's have a clean game. <laughs> Mom's here. Everybody better be on their best behavior. You guys promise. But the news and the media had spent two weeks talking about the Bounty Bowl nonstop. You know what I mean? Like, and, and hyping up the rematch, which was coming, you know, because of the schedule made for it. Two weeks later. Right. Yeah. So, like, th there's they're all this hype and energy surrounding it, and they're coming home to Philadelphia. And like you guys were saying, there's uh, there's almost like a, particip a crowd participation factor to it. And in Texas... It's like we get part of the $100. Yeah. In Texas... It's like uh, fans bring weapons. Yeah. It was a fans bring weapons situation. <laughs> the game was anticipated as a media event. CBS Sports did a pregame opening touting the contest as Bounty Bowl 2, complete with wanted posters, with players' pictures, and bounty amounts. Everyone got props. <laughs> they weren't like, this is disgusting and is ruining the sport. They were like, choo-choo, how much is your bounty worth? Troy Aikman's $1,000, choo-choo. Yeah. Yep. That, that sounds like uh, the media. And I bet the ratings were way up. <laughs> Yeah, Angel Gatality was like out of ten. There's inquires and Daily News are flying. It's been two weeks. We can go back to talking shit on the Inquirer. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to about that, that, that episode. <laughs> we love biting the hand. Yeah, you're right. Zito's you're forty. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> you can't blame the Inquirer because Zito turned forty. That's not the Inquirer's fault. <laughs> oh, they, but I will. They, believe me, I will. They, they, could be like, they could be like, Zito, nice guy. Like, no, Zito, 40. That's what 
They do. That's like the. I don't know. Who could have said like looks good for his age? I mean, it's journalism. You know, stick to the facts. <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> they, don't, they don't comment on your. They're they're like Zito has a svelte uh, frame. <laughs> <laughs> really fills out those pants. <laughs> I thought it was like one of those like uh, most eligible bachelor things when you, that I was. I thought that's what I was being interviewed for, but it was not. Yeah, it was, it was 40 <laughs> under 40. <laughs> I'm on it. You just snuck in. You know, the, 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 I replaced you. Mm. <laughs> They're like, no, he's, he's out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I read an inquiry. He's 40. Now yeah. I'm 100 under 100. Hundred under hundred. <laughs> You're not the top hundred. Come on, it's all billionaires, old ass billionaires. Well, it's local. It's local. How many billionaires live in Philadelphia? There's got to be some single local <laughs> billionaire. <laughs> if there is, hit me up. If you're listening, <laughs> DM Beerman. He's looking to get off this list of most eligible thirty under thirty, <laughs> or forty under forty, whatever. I'm trying to be top 40th richest house husbands in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be at least 30. I, I, I guess I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode. We talked a little bit about the Bounty Bowl rematch in our Secret Rooms of the Vet episode. This uh, home game is noted for the rowdy behavior of the fans attending the game. During the game, Eagles fans threw snowballs, ice, and beer onto the field. Several game participants, including back judge Al Jury and Cowboys punter Mike Saxon, were both struck by snowballs. Uh, as well as Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson. It's a joke. Can't you guys take a joke? It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, as well as Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson, who was hit with objects as he was escorted off the field by Philadelphia police officers. It got ugly. It got, it got, yeah. It got away from us. <laughs> they deserved it. I uh, I did I'll look up footage of this. and uh, the <laughs> they I, looked it up. I, I, checked, I checked if they deserved it, and they did. <laughs> they deserved it because the, you know, the Eagles paid a <laughs> guy to hurt another guy. No, I didn't say they deserved it. <laughs> no, they didn't deserve it. But they were the w- maybe that's like an unspoken thing of just like you're giving away like we all do bounties. Now you're talking about it. You're going to give it away. Oh, it's like giving a secret of like magic. Tree. He ratted. He tattled. He's a rat. Jimmy Johnson's yeah. a rat. Hmm. He's got a little braided rat tail back there on his quaff. That's where that's where all that <laughs> hair leads to. All that slick back hair leads to a rat tail. It looks so cool, though. His rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> it's so thin I looked up footage from the game they got the fans to quiet down during the during the play uh, to finish but as soon as the game was over they were just pelting the field just, just a barrage of things flying down onto the field and the Cowboys and Jimmy Johnson have to run away they are running away yeah. from things being thrown at them it is cartoonishly awful uh, it is uh it's, all, it's just bad. It's just a bad look. And um, to Jimmy's credit, he, he does wait for his players to leave the field before he uh, ducks down the concourse himself. There you go. But they got helmets, though. So, so they, should, they should go last. 
Well, I think his his head's got enough mousse in there, enough gel in there, enough Dapper Dan to ah uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah Dapper Dan to protect Bop. him from anything uh, uh, anything less than a brick. <laughs> Television announcers Vern Lundquist and Terry Bradshaw were also pelted with snowballs, just because he's bald and deserves it. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's bald and he deserves it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Remember, he used to do the, like he used to do like this hair, like the, like the hair cuttery ads, but he's bald. <laughs> no. Well, he still has the sides. <laughs> That's most important of all, actually, to get cut. Oh, all right, all right, fine, fine. Lundquist would claim on air that a recent dental surgery had been less unpleasant than broadcasting a game in Philadelphia. Uh, Compared to the dental surgery. And Eagles defensive lineman Jerome Brown was struck while standing on the sideline asking fans to cease throwing things. (laughs) That's just... We're just... Poor Jerome Brown. Totally... Just so terrible. They're just hitting everybody. It's like people, people. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm appealing to your that. more rational side. <laughs> you get hit with a mason jar full of piss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even Eagles fan Ed Rendell later admitted that he was involved in the incident. Then former Philadelphia District Attorney and future Mayor of Philadelphia and future Governor of Pennsylvania. Admit it to throwing snowballs that day. <laughs> what? <laughs> that couldn't have been that bad, then. Stinky Ed was throwing snowballs. The uh, district attorney <sighs> was throwing snowballs. The district attorney. <laughs> it's not a crime. Could you imagine? Could you imagine going to an Eagles game and Larry Krasner is throwing snowballs? He throws a snowball. Jerome Brown. <laughs> And Rendell's like, got him. I got him right in the head. <laughs> you see how I beamed him? Oh. <laughs> oh, he's mad. The DA is throwing snowballs. <clears throat> Could you imagine Lynn Abrams throwing a beer bottle? <laughs> <laughs> she started it. She's gonna fight me. Fight me. Couldn't have been that big of a crime. Then, if the district attorney is doing it, then it's not a crime. It's pretty much it's pretty much legal. If you look over and you see the district attorney doing it, you're gonna do it too. It's a free pass. Didn't he used to be on the he used to be on the Eagles post game show too? Yeah, on Comcast. Yeah. On he might the, still. The Comcast. I don't know. I don't know if he's he was when he when he was governor. When he was I governor, that was crazy. That it was like they they allow you to do this. Don't you have work to do every Sunday? You're here, or Monday? It or, must be like it must not that be that hard to be the governor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it can't be that hard. It's got to be a conflict of interest. The, the state has two NFL teams. Like what? And you got to watch the game too. They yeah, they watch the game too. So it's not like he's it's only only an hour's work. Whatever. He, <laughs> yeah, he's like no. That's, that's, I got to watch a game. I got to eat wings. Yeah. I, I gotta, I, 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 I start drinking at nine. I guess I drink it. Tailgating is a big part of it. Did the Eagles win that game? Yeah, the Eagles won the game twenty to ten. Nice. Yeah. Nice. As a result of the incident. See the, the snowballs Eagles helped. 
<laughs> That's right, Trove. That's what they mean when they say that. The next Madden should have this where you can play the bounty ball and, and you got to dodge like bottles and shit while you're while you're uh, on the Cowboys. The crowds should be a factor in video games. Yeah. Yeah. As a result of the incident, the Eagles added security and banned beer sales for their last home game of the year against the Phoenix Cardinals and the subsequent NFC wildcard playoff game where they lost to the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. You're in timeout. Wow. Yep. No beer. No yep. beer this game. The commissioner was what? there. But I didn't do it. <laughs> it was Ed. I saw Ed Rendell do it. If Ed Rendell jumped off the Brent Franklin Bridge, would you? Mm-hmm. The Eagles are like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you pay a guy $200 to break another guy's leg? A guy that was your friend two weeks ago? <laughs> sure. Yeah, but but uh, this is a game. We all had fun. That's the important part. We'll remember it. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, not one of our... Uh, Hot, best moments. It's funny that people talk about the. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that people talk about throwing snowballs at Santa Claus, but this one doesn't come up as often. Talk about this. Yeah, this yeah. is much more recent and uh, and just ugly for the sport in general, I guess. So hmm. doesn't get doesn't get as much nostalgia factor. But I did find that ESPN rated it on uh, two different lists. The, the, the first Bounty Bowl game in Texas, they, rated it, they put it on two different lists, a top five and top ten, uh, two separate lists made at different times, of the uh, uh, biggest events to happen at the Texas Stadium. So the best games, biggest events, that kind of thing. And so the Bounty Bowl is still talked about and remembered in Texas. Uh, they... they are still out for revenge, I guess. No, I didn't know about this. This is ugly. I don't know if I can be an Eagles fan anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll, somehow I'll I'll manage. Somehow I'm gonna I'll power through. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I know there's no Thanksgiving Day game this year, but there is a Christmas Eve game this year against the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe they'll throw gifts this time maybe instead of giving a bounty it's like secret santa and you get you, you like you give them a present while you're tackling them i love that beerman that'd be nice i love that that'd be nice secret santa bowl here's a here's a weighted blanket you're tackled <laughs> <laughs> take that listen nfl <laughs> No one cares about the NFL anymore. Ratings are down. It's not the most popular thing on television. So they gotta they they gotta just add more shit to the games. Like it's like, all right, everyone has yo yos this week. <laughs> and you gotta play a game, but everybody has a yo yo on What's that what's that thing Hunter talks about? Like the, the, the marbles that race. It's like a, a YouTube channel and they race all the marbles. I don't know. He better send it to me. I'm a big fan of dominoes. <laughs> Get people building the world's biggest dominoes and then they knock them down. You guys should check out oh, Ruth Goldberg good. Machines because it incorporates both dominoes and marbles. Oh, okay. Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about the Bounty Bowl. Please check out our website, www.southfleetmedia.com. That's S-O-U-T-H-F-E-L-L-I-N-I.com for cool Philly-inspired merch. Swing on by 1507 
East Pashonk Avenue in beautiful South Philadelphia uh, to visit us in person. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We're at South Fleeing everywhere. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. Look out for new episodes of our podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, get boosted, and always go back for a second.